Yo, what up? It's Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. I'm Blue Toulouse. Hey, hey, it's DJ Damage. All right, so we just going to jump right in here and light the internet Woo! up because you know I got my favorite free Jason Lee sweater on. What are you wearing, although, Jason? What are you wearing? Free that Listen, man. Although, although it is not available for sale, I will have to say neither am I. You know, you know that I've been going through a battle with a network that I'm not going to talk about because, you know, they acted real wild and out here, baby. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, ain't no more love in hip hop over here. But, uh, you know, I've been trying to get out of my contract. So after my Instagram post, my Instagram post, baby, you know, that was from the show that we had done before. If you missed all of that, I'm going to play just a little bit for you right here. Take a look. Viacom does not want to let me out my contract. Uh, we have not shot Love and Hip Hop in over a year because of the pandemic. And there's no future because I have no pickup notice. So they just kind of got me hanging around the house while they tell us niggas to hold on. And I don't know what the status of Wild and Out is because Nick Cannon still hasn't told us that we have a job. So at this point, Viacom, let me the fuck out of my contract. I'm trying to ask you one more time in a very nice way to let me the fuck out. And I'm not going to beg you. <laughs> Well, free Jason Lee. I got, well, Blue, you started this movement of hashtag oh. free Jason Lee. And now the network that I wasn't going to mention, I can't say their names. They now have changed their restrictions on Instagram because everybody was hashtagging them free Jason Lee. And now you can't leave a comment on the Instagram no more. But <sighs> the good news is I got a phone call that they are going to be releasing me from my contract. He's Yay! free. You are the Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman has, no, has nothing on you, Jason Lee. Free the, Harriet Tubman, the Harriet Tubman of reality TV. That would be yes. me. But you know what? I, I say that to say a lot of people had called me and warned me saying, don't do that. You're going to get blackballed. You're going to get this. You're going to get canceled. And I just want to say to people, remember one thing. Ownership is the new black. When you own you, you can't be canceled. So I keep trying to tell people, what can you cancel? They're not going to turn the lights off at Hollywood Unlock. I'm good and we're good. And so I just want people to start taking that one step to stand up for themselves because people prey on weakness, man, and they want to see people be submissive and they want to see people be controlled. And I'm sorry, I'm just never going to be that guy. So I just wanted to share the new good news with you guys. Jason Lee is free. Um, so now that you're free, are you open to working with them in any capacity or that's done? Yes, I'm free, but I'm expensive as hell, baby. I'm open for business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm open for business. Like I said, it was never about disrespecting anybody. I love all of our partners and I, I love anybody I've ever worked with. But when you do business, you got to do good business because I'm going to always show up. I'm always show up on time. I'm going to always show up prepared. I'm going to always bring 110%. You got to show up and at least bring 100%. So you know, for me, I think it's just a lesson, but I, I was so surprised that most of the people that called me to tell me that I shouldn't have done all that were black people. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, y'all have been conditioned to be house niggas. And I don't, it's so sad. And I'm really sorry for all of you, but I, I don't think like that. I think like a boss, but speaking of courage, you know, the guest that we have today, Jessica White, supermodel, you know, who's been very successful in the industry, walked away, uh, allegedly retired, and just recently found out that her boyfriend uh, of six years, Nick Cannon, one of my bosses, uh, you know, had a whole other baby with another woman, found out about it on Instagram. And so I had to reach out to her after I saw her post to see if we could get her on the show to talk about it. Did you guys see it? Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. I, I've seen what happened out there. I, I can't say yeah. I didn't see what happened. I, I seen what was going on, and it's good to actually speak with the woman herself to actually get the lowdown on what's going on because it's all we just see on social media. Really, don't know what's actually happening, right? I just want to say that I love Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, if you see this, I love you. I just, you know, I'm a woman, and so I have to. I had to have her back. I have to have her back. Well, and if Nick Cannon, if you see this, I'm going to be hiding from my phone because you know how much love I have for you, but you're in the business. So you also understand that we have a job to do. And so this is less about me trying to find dirt on Nick Cannon and me wanting to elevate a, a woman's voice uh, exactly. who seemed uh, like nobody else was uh, defending her or giving her a platform or the space to share 
her experience. And so as we did with Sarah Molina and Takashi with the Takashi 69 situation, I wanted to create an opportunity for my friend Jessica White to share what happened from her point of view. And we will be reaching out to you, Nick, to invite you on the show. In fact, now I'm reaching out to you now. Come on the show so we can hear your Please point come. of view. Because Nick is a solid guy, but everybody has a flaw. And and so in this conversation, we'll see what she has to say. So let's get to it. All right, so Jessica White, we're here at the Levels to the Game house. And uh, I guess there's Levels to this game because you haven't done an interview in five years and you're sitting down with us. I know. I'm kind of nervous. Why? Because I nervous. hate interviews. <laughs> and now I don't like them. Why? I've become a bit of a recluse. But why is that? I mean, you're a supermodel. You've walked on the runways in front of a lot of people. I think it's because I grew up in front of the cameras since I was 12, you know. You mm -hmm. reach a place in your life where you just you just enjoy the normalities of life. And, you know, having people interview me is just not a part of that. Anymore. We live in the world of clout now where everybody wants to be interviewed or talked about. And you've been Facts. a supermodel and you've, you know, lived in the era of magazines and uh, and. Uh, you know, news shows talking about you. What What is it that makes you want to stay private? Not having privacy. And when you actually understand the values of, you know, intimate relationships, you value that more. You put more, you know, protection over it. So it's not something that I really like to share. And because I've gone through so much with the public and people having their own opinions, I prefer just to disassociate so that Jessica can continue being healthy and disassociate my public image from what reality truly is. So um, Jessica has been on the show before, but you were on as a co-host. Yes. I like interviewing versus being interviewed. <laughs> no, but, no, but you were, we talked uh, at the time, I think I was trying to weave you in a box with Angelina Jolie and um, with the whole you blood were. of your ex thing. Um, is that over? Uh -huh. Have you buried that? Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> I'm so happy for that because blood work is, it binds you. Yeah, oh. Well, you both are witchy, so <laughs> you both kind of have that They're in common. are both metaphysical, yes. So do you want to explain your witchcraft versus her? Is no, it no, 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 well, yeah, I love mean, you. I'm not asking okay, you to. I'm not asking you to pull you your potion out and like throw it at her. Alakazam! <laughs> it's not Harry Potter, the House of Slytherin. <laughs> I was curious because over the summer, um, I saw a series of really like heartfelt, like Instagram posts from you. And so when I see you write on on Instagram, you're actually very authentic, and Instagram is not known for that. So for someone who's so <laughs> private, what makes you feel like you can be so open with the public when you do speak to us? Well, because when I do speak, it's coming from a pure place. You know, everything. I'm not going to speak if, I sh if I'm not going to speak the truth. I've always been known for being extremely honest and very blunt about the things that I've said. I mean, I've probably said too much at certain points in my life. Um, so for me, when I do speak, I prefer to just speak about love, spirituality, things of that sort. So I think people come to my page for certain reasons, like encouragement. And I'm very honest about it because... I love who I am, and I love my journey of which it took me to become the person that I am. So you could be an influencer then. No, I could just be. You could be an influencer. I could just be a spiritual soul, not really attached to my earthly body, and just here to make sure that the message of love and hope is still out there. Well, the hashtag and the ad, maybe. No, that's beautiful that you're doing it for. You know, but it's because it's me. It's authentically just me. I don't. I don't get paid for any of those things. You know. No. It's just something I feel. Let's be honest. Speak. Completely honest. How do you feel about Instagram models? Um, I mean, being that you're a supermodel and then now like a girl can show her ass on OnlyFans and blow up on Instagram and become a Instagram model. No shade, no tea. It's, 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 well, we're being honest right yeah, now. Let being me tell honest. you something. I come from a, an era where a great worth ethic was very, you had to have a great worth ethic. You had to have a tremendous amount of resilience and beauty was definitely a standard, but there was a lot of hard work in traveling. I left home at 12 years old. I lived in Europe until I was 19. Um, so it took me away from everything that I knew, but I was okay with that because that's all we knew. We come from an era where you had to work. You, you weren't going to be called a supermodel just because you became viral. Like We had to work for that. There was no you know, social media at this time. So everything was more on, you know, you had to have more personal relationships. But right. I do feel like with growth, social media has allowed young girls a platform to be able to create a career for themselves and they're making millions of dollars. So why not do that? I'm not going to say I believe that when gr growing up, I truly have learned you work hard. You don't, you don't work hard, you work smart. Right. And I think they're working smart. 
Aren't they watering it down? Though? Do, you th do you think they're watering down the industry? This is just where the world is. It's the climate. You have to move with the times. That's very gracious. But what about where, whereas like Elle magazine and Vogue and all that used to be dominated by just supermodels or people in the model industry. Now it's the Kim Kardashians or the people that are super famous uh, on the covers and that business is changing. Do you, what do you think about that? It's the same thing. It's the same dynamic, but everything is changing. The music industry has changed. The entertainment in, as a whole is different. Mm -hmm. And that is just the space because everything is digital. But you don't feel like protect the supermodel like an endangered species? No, not <laughs> at all. Like no, because really I'm thinking don't. like, I, I think, I think um, it's an era where it's giving people a platform to be able to start a career and do something better for themselves. A lot of supermodels are, they come from family members who are already famous. I think that's a dynamic of its own, but that isn't to discredit these girls and the fact that they work hard. I know what it's like to be a model and I know how intense that is. So if you're able to be successful, especially right now, and you're able to do that and still have a great work ethic, I say go for it. Well, let's talk about that because you say how intense it is. And I feel like a lot of people, when they look at modeling, especially from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, you just stand there and take some pictures. So what all goes into it to make it difficult? Well, let me, for instance, I shot my first cover of Sports Illustrated with 103 Fever with food poisoning. Flex. I had a bucket Flex. and some water, and we were shooting in very hot heat that day. I didn't complain. Do you, you know, I, I shot through losing a father on set. I found out through text. I had to finish my job. So you have to, you can't disassociate the fact that these girls are going through real life problems. They're separated from their family from a very young age and they're traveling around the world and so the people in your set become your family. You don't know these people. It puts you in a very vulnerable and a very fragile space. I think the strongest women and the most intelligent women are women who are able to make it in fashion. Mm. Because they don't ask your opinion. So you have to act your way through it. It's hard, so it's especially from a, a little rebel that I was when I was growing up, you know? Past tense? I was just like, oh, very much so. Now I don't even put myself in the environment where I have to speak once. So Tyra and Naomi were like the first bad girls club of the modeling industry. You know, oh they God. were notorious for having caddy fights. Did you ever have any experience with any other supermodels who mistreated you or were mean? Oh, did you have beef? You? I'm not going to go there. Why not? Oh, that's because, a yes. Because it's not important. It was Tyra. No. That's how Rupert's gift started. Oh, my God. It was, matter of fact, it was Naomi. Um, I, I love all women. I think that it's a really competitive environment. Wow, there was so much. And I do but competition doesn't oh. mean that it needs to be mean or shady or disrespectful, right? Well, a lot of it came from, you know, Caucasians. I, I had more... You know, Claudia Schiffer. Because you're just gonna keep on throwing out. Too much. <laughs> Kate Moss, I met her. No, you'd yeah. be surprised. Actually, I've got along with a lot of. It wasn't the African American girls at all. So I know I've been really big recently about like the um, inner racism in television and like the disparities for people of color as creators, as people who participate in shows on TV. Um, when you talk about some of the white models that you had some challenges with, was there a lot of racism or discrimination or? barriers that you felt were put in place for models of color? Karen's of modeling. Um, you know what, for me, I just noticed that I was the only black person on set. So I was like the token black girl. So that was something that was very apparent to me. Um, and it was just like, why not more? Why can't we have more? I believe they're trying to get better at that, but that's something that still plugs the, the, the fashion industry. And I, I mean, just, even in acting, you know, it's like that one token black girl. You can't have more than one. You know, um, that's the unfortunate part about the business that we're in. And that's where Hollywood needs to actually work on that. And I think that's where a lot of competition or necessary things come up mm -hmm. because you feel like there is only can be one of you at the table. For me, I, I, I've always been in competition with Jessica. And most importantly, because I could do the stuff in my sleep. The bigger problem for me was, you know, controlling my personal life and making sure that didn't, like, interact or cross with my career. But my problem wasn't, you know, keeping people offset. And you know me. I believe that. If I can have it, then everybody can have it. I'm more the merrier. I've never, I'm just not a jealous person. Now, you don't smoke weed. No. You don't. People think I'm a stoner. Shame. They really well, there's do. There's nothing wrong with it, though, if you are a stoner. No, but the Embrace reason why it. I ask the question is because in the, we, recently we were together and we were, we, we, you remember the joke that she cracked? 
where we talked about something, something didn't look right. And you were like, I don't want to even post this because I don't want people to think that I've relapsed or that I'm doing right. drugs. Right, yeah, yeah. No, yo, because you were talking about your, um, I, la I was laughing at your, um, <laughs> your Scarface video. I thought that was, I was oh, like, that was so fitting for you. So I posted a Scarface. A friend of mine took a, uh, this face app, put my face on Scarface. I he saw had it. cocaine it, right it, it here. It was a lot, James. And, and It was so funny. It's from Reface. And she mm -hmm. told me that it was so funny and that she didn't want to post it because then, even though it would be a joke, people would then try to attribute it to right. having challenges. Good call. Right. So call. where where does that level of awareness go? Is it what you've been through with that um, challenge? And no, it's being very active now on social media and mm -hmm. seeing like the certain comments and stuff like that. So I just pick and choose my battles. Mm -hmm. And so with the, with the, did you, you didn't have a challenge with drugs before, right? Well, in my early 20s, I dibbled and dabbled with it, but... I, I was such an open person. I started this Angel Wings Foundation charity, and it was for young girls who have been sexually abused or, you know, women who have been in domestic violence situations. And we basically team up with, like, if a woman was arrested for prostitution, what we would do instead of putting her in prison, they would call us, and we would basically create a haven house to rehabilitate and be, mm. make these women active citizens in their community again. Wow. And I raised millions of dollars for this. It's, I named it after myself, Angel Wings Foundation. And I talked about why I started it, because my sisters dealt with domestic violence, and I, too, was a victim of sexual abuse when I was very young. And, and I talked about why I kind of, like, decided to start having fun in my 20s, coming from being a preacher's kid. And, you know... Did it come I, from the domestic violence relationship? It came or? from just a major amount of depression and not dealing with that and not feeling like I could because I didn't have the time to. I was at the height of my career. You know, I don't have time to be a victim now. I just need to go and make this money. And I'm the breadwinner of my family. So it was like pressure, pressure. Just do what you have to do. And I got clean when I talked about it. And I just like cleaned up my act and I spoke about it. But I didn't know a testimony that I was using for positive. Would help so many other people. That would help people. Yeah. Would then again, turn on me, and then people would use mm. it to be mean. And, yeah. And Is that evil. what happened? And that's exactly what happened. Why? And for Why? me, that was a very pivotal moment in my life of understanding you have a message and you do want to help people, but there's a certain amount that you can share with people because I believe in energy. Certain people just travel with certain energies and I tend I to, you know, attract yeah, a lot more than most people But is do. that what, is that what, was that the impetus for privacy then? Like having, having that experience? Absolutely. You become protective of yourself mm -hmm. and then learning how to create ways to still keep a space open for, you know, the divine, the spirit to use you and be an encouragement. But I don't believe that it's overexposing yourself in the process because people use those things. But isn't you. that interesting because Robert Downey Jr. can have like a very public battle with but heroin. Also, white but he's no, also white. I'm about to, that's what and I'm about to say. And I'm a black woman. I'm a double minority. Yeah. And people, I guess they didn't feel sorry for, for me. Yeah. But that's just, I wanted to highlight that because that's the thing that kind of, when he's a man. And it was, is, yeah, and to be honest with you, it. it was people of, you know, my own skin tone. Really? Yeah. Like who, did he? Black people. Andre Herrera. African, oh, African Americans, <laughs> people, that we're hard on each other. And I don't think that's a conversation that we care to really talk about in yeah. our culture. Yeah, I think most oppressed people tend to be really hard on each other because they don't want to be embarrassed in front of the mainstream. It's like a, it's like a PTSD that happens culturally. So it's like if you're in a, like if you're gay, right? So a lot of gay people want to dress really well because society already thinks less of them. So I'm gonna be flyer than you. So now you have to love me. Not too. me. I wore this yesterday. You know what, Jason? <laughs> well, look, I run around like a little fairy, so you know I don't. You're a supermodel. I think you're fine. <laughs> but you talk about angel wings, and we were talking about um, the change of the industry. And I was recently uh, out shopping and saw this line. It was like almost like a going out of business line for Victoria's Secret. And you were one of the um, you were one of the angels. When you think about that, isn't that kind of crazy? The Victoria's Secret going out of business or the angel show like got, disappearing? That's it's, it's hurtful because I know that's one of the it's one of your dreams for like young girls. What are they gonna do? Like that was the Super Bowl for for models, mm -hmm. you know, getting your wings and now doing fancy. that Victoria's Secret now show. Now you got fashion this, over. That's this, true. The Savage by you know, Rihanna. But like I said, all things fashion over. All things must come to an end. Really. But when you got your wings, um, what was that process like? And um, I mean, how did you get notified? And then when you're walking, do you feel like you're walking for other black girls? I felt like I was walking for the women in my family more than anything. Mm. I carry like a crown and I know that I was specifically chosen to do a lot for the women in my family and break generational curses. So it was more so not I'm doing this for the collective, but more so doing this for my family. 
my grandmother always wanted me to do that show, and it was right after I got my wings right after she passed. So oh, that's powerful. Yeah, so that was really sweet. So I never get to dig into your personal business, your personal relationships. I mean, I could, but like when Jason. we're hanging out, I just don't do that. <laughs> Now, when we were preparing for today, I, did, I personally didn't even know that you dated Sean Penn. This was pretty, pretty a long time ago. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty long time ago. Now, let me ask you, did, were you guys ever hanging around like playing Madonna? Or was that like there were certain things on the playlist Penny. that could not be played? No, no. I'm very, I, I love, I love my exes. Um, like even with Nick, I, I loved Mariah. Like I would, I play her. <laughs> oh, we're going there. Okay. We're, no, it's true, but like, I'm just not a hater. I love women. I love, like, if you're an artist and you're very talented, why would I hate you? Mm -hmm. But you've had so many different type of relationships. So I've been, tr I was literally, I wanted to cut out pictures of them all <laughs> and, like, put them on a board like and a try to color? look at it like, yeah. what is the DNA that attracts Jessica White to these men? They're all very intelligent. And it's something that I love more than anything is when a male counterpart can teach me something new. Mm. I learned something new for, from every last one of my lovers. Mm. Lovers. Like how she said, lover. Lover. I'm going to start using that. That's not my old side piece. That's my lover. <laughs> so you brought up Nick Cannon. Uh, I didn't bring we it up, but since we're up. there, you know, what a segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, I thought that's where he knocked drop the Nick somewhere. Yeah. You just, it just, just dropped right out of lap. So when I got to Wildin' Out season 10, uh, you were, I think, the opener at season 9 and maybe even season 8. Uh, you, you were running and he was chasing you. And mm -hmm. at some point between season 9 and 10, he caught you. But what, what I didn't know was that you all had been together like in each other's lives for a, a lot longer than season eight yeah for years absolutely we were friends first and did, how did i not know that and i'm a purveyor of people's, a secret from him that's what i'm saying i'm a purveyor because of people's i'm really business. private and that was entering that phase where i was very very like get it becoming even more like i'm not going out to the clubs people wouldn't see me like you know we managed to keep it under wraps so how did you meet like how did the how did was it through friends? We was met um, when he was DJing one night at a club, and this was back in like two thousand and eight. The music got you. No, no, we didn't actually thing? become romantic until after his divorce, when he was starting to go through the divorce. Mm -hmm. And then, so you started dating, and you started dating privately, mm -hmm. and was that a collective? Well, it wasn't too private because I, I mean, I remember someone took a picture of us shopping at a grocery store. Uh huh. And like sold it to like E or something, so it wasn't too private. But, but I, we just protected it and didn't really speak about it. Too well, that's what just, but that's what I meant. You all didn't come out and affirm that it was happening. Mm -hmm. um, even picture here or there can't control that. But what was it a collective choice to keep it private? It was something that we just chose to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we didn't really talk too much about it. I mean, I went, I went to a few events with him. It's just that we didn't do red carpets and stuff together. Mm -hmm. We knew how to like still ex exist, but then. You know, what wasn't spoke about, we didn't, as long as they could, we didn't confirm anything, you don't have anything to talk about. That's kind of high. I like that. I'm sorry. I think that's a great tactic. I'm going to start doing that. Come in through the back door. I'll come through the front. I love this. I'm going to start doing the reverse. I'm going to start walking the red carpet with people and letting them think whatever they want <laughs> every every day, a different person. Wait, so you got the wrong thing from that story, but it's okay. <laughs> so you both are interesting because you both give very calm soothing energy but then also there's like this shadow of highly sexual tension um that's what you picked up that's what you i'm got? trying to think of the question here <laughs> you arouse he just stated a fact you got aroused no i mean you're question. you're you know you know what i'm saying you're both sexy you're that's both your question yeah you know, they're both very sexy but they also have very sexual energy energy uh -huh. um how was that oh my god <laughs> Face it. That's the question. I mean, not. I mean, just like because when so you sexy. no, because when you it? have two calm people we know how sex works. that have this kind of sexual and vibe, then, and then they oh, and then they answer. get together. It's like Fourth of answer. July, you know. He's turned off. Okay, yes. No, we're not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uncensored. Okay, okay. So, um, so well, something kept you around for a while. You were there for six years, right? Love, love, Jason. Yeah, but but I've been having thinking. this whole debate with. Um, Tiffany Haddish about, you know, micro penises and how annoying oh they are. Oh my God, we're back to this. You okay. know, and I always joke, I think I interviewed Nick and I, you know, told him he had nine inches or something like that. But either way, that's not my point. I don't even know where I'm going with that. My point I is that, her face to see if she is it love that. that kept you all together or was it the sex, the love, I don't know, Jason, you friendship? Had, what did you hear? Because you, you were running the same circle. What did you, you know, hear? one thing I will say about you, you are very private. You do a great job of keeping your business <laughs> private. For real. I mean, I, I did hear that, you know, um, and I can't. I know as people around the relationship that like you were, 
like the love of his life or, you know, you, you all loved each other deeply. And it was a serious thing. It wasn't a, you know, sexual hookup thing. It wasn't no, it was a fling. It was like a real Almost relationship. six years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just had unconditional love for each other and we were friends. You know, when you have a, a really close friendship of, with a person, you just know each other and you kind of have an understanding of how things are going to move and how you position yourselves. He understood me and my craziness and I understood his and we just meshed. We got a well, we got along well. And we were actually in a really good space before it ended, you know. Were you in love with him? Absolutely. Was he in love with you? Yes. Oh. Are you still in love with him? No. Wow. Those soul ties have been severed for sure. Okay. And that and that and I know, you know, what we saw on Instagram, uh, there was which again you are very private, but you did uh reclaim your life to your own and that you weren't sharing it with him anymore because he had recently had uh, it had been discovered they had a kid with Brittany Bell, another kid, second kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't aware that she was pregnant? No. But she was aware that I had just had a miscarriage mm. two weeks prior to her news coming up because mm. he told me that he told her. Um, and I was living at his house, and she knew that as well. Um, but I found out on Instagram along with the rest of the world. And wow. Did you feel betrayal at that point? I felt a lot of things, which I won't even relive. Because mm-hmm. um, you have to remember, I was going through still her, my hormonal changes, and we were about to start in vitro. So, so were, when I came out, people thought like, oh, I was this homewrecker. No, you, there was a real life going on. I was bullied for months with that whole situation because I was still trying to be nice about it. And like, I didn't break up. We didn't break up right away. We were actually still trying to, you know, work things out. He was with me for my birthday. Like, it wasn't until I went home to New Orleans to visit family where I had to ask myself some heavy duty questions, like definitively Angel, is this something that you feel like you can handle? Can you stay here and deal with this? And the answer ended up being no. Did he protect you at all? Because I, I would feel like if someone was attacking me, that I'd want my partner. I told him. To we actually spoke about it maybe three weeks ago when he said he was going to right his wrongs and say something. He has yet to do that. So, I mean, I'm looking. I think he's a man of his word, and he eventually will in his own time. But that has to be incredibly painful. It is very much so. And I expressed I that imagine. to him as well. I, I, as, I, as a woman, I can't even imagine having the man that... I was trying to have a baby with not defend me publicly. He should have, but yeah. he, you know, what, what, he said he will, so I believe that. What was the biggest betrayal? Was it the fact that he was having a kid with this woman, or the, fact, the fact that, or that the he, fact that he didn't protect you when you were being attacked by people? Right. For what yeah, was I mean, going listen, out? the child was conceived when we weren't together. We had broken up for eight months. I that's the reason why I didn't like flip out about it because right. stuff happens, and I'm a very reasonable woman. For me, it was you know how private I am, and you know how sensitive I am, and you know how emotional I am. You need to say something. And exactly. he just, he's, he personally handles, he doesn't even really stand up for himself publicly, you know? Um, so I know how he operates, but it became something where I was like, you like, need to do something about it. He stood this. up for himself with Viacom, though. Absolutely, he I mean, did. Very profoundly. Yeah, he did. So, so was he going through that at the same time yes, this was happening? Yes, and I was there with him. So for me, being the lover that I am, I put all that aside and was still there to support him. I flew out, came, I flew out here to be with him when he was going through all that. Mm-hmm. When Brittany Bell posted that she was pregnant with a second child, did you feel that she did that as a way of becoming a wedge between you two? I don't know. You have to ask her. Mm-hmm. But the timing was interesting. If she was aware that as a woman you were going through this, such a loss, and then to go and do that, um, and Nick didn't even uh, come out and say that he had a kid on the way. You have that's, to ask that her. That smile, as a, I know that smile so much. That's wild, yeah. Well, they recently just took pictures at her baby shower where she was sitting on his lap and looking like a perfect family. What did you think about that? I didn't see that. I'm just now oh, hearing about this. I'll send it to you. I don't want it. Okay. I feel the same way I feel about me going to be at Thanksgiving with my new partner. Yeah. Happy. So, oh. do you want to tell us? <coughs> wanna, well, well, I'll say this. Well I'll say played. this. And this is how you know I'm a real friend. Like, I know who it is, and I want her to say the name, but she's not going to, right? Okay. Not yet. But you'll tell me first. I'll tell you first. Okay. How did this come about? I don't see you as a person on Tinder or or maybe you are. How did you, how did you oh, find this Jessica new partner? I found this one on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, what, what is your way of... You keep in secrets? I am, I am, I am patiently uncensored. waiting for the information to share. <laughs> so how did, this, how did you find this person? We can trust us. Um, I, I met him two years ago. And I was still uh, in love with Nick. And it, it just brilliant. wasn't the right time. 
And then one of my friends, I was hanging out with her, who was best friends with him, was like, you guys really have something I think you should, like, consider. And I was like, well, I'm available and free now, so why not? And we just hit it off. So going back really quick to Nick. So when you all were together for around six, seven years, a pretty long period of time, and I know he just recently, well, Brittany Bell just recently came out that she had her second child with him. He had another one before that. How did you, how did that happen, and how did you forgive we were, that? We weren't together. Okay. We weren't together. It was 2016. We were broken up for a full year. He contacted me, and we started back talking like April of 2017. But Nick Cannon doesn't seem like the, I mean, I know Nick. Nick is a very, like one of the most solid people I know, and you, you would, he's a solid guy. Absolutely. He don't seem like the type just going around having breakup babies. I but. Because like, like now this sounds like we're going to take a break. Oh, have a baby. We're going to take a break. Ooh, well, I'm just saying we weren't together at that time. You asked me the question, how yeah. did I forgive it? We weren't together. Okay. So I'm not saying that he had breakup babies. I'm just saying I wasn't in his life. But weren't you, you weren't together the second kid, right? No, we were broken up for eight so months. So why not forgive him that time too? I told you I did. Oh, you and did? And then went home and was like, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to see more Christmas photos than now with the second baby. These are just questions and things you have to like be real with yourself. Yeah. Throughout the relationship, was it him coming back for you or how yeah. did y'all, okay. Yeah. We loved each other so it wouldn't take too much time. We would reach out to each other. I might start an argument or something, and <laughs> then we be back talking. Now, for other young women who are out there in love, you know, caught up in a man who she sees her future in his eyes, as oh, one of these tired-ass slow songs says, mm -hmm. how did you find the courage to walk away, especially for somebody who is so amazing and powerful? You just walk away. You really mean it. I didn't mean it the other times, but this time I meant it. Mm. So it was kind of easy. My mind was like... All right, we're gonna do this, and it made it really good to be surrounded by good loved ones and people who every single day reminded me not to go back. Now, people have said that Britney Bell is crazy. I mean, this is what I hear. I don't. I seen her one time at a buffet. I was trying to get crab legs. Didn't really get to know her. Um, I just, I on the outside, just kind of look at how the announcement came out as really shady. The timing. You're not angry. Like, you, there's no sense of, first, like, you, you, no, you know you, know, you have the right to be you, mad, right? I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm so disattached from it. And it would be a different thing if I still wanted the relationship. But I don't. So I'm not upset with it. I'm very clear about my feelings are not attached anymore. Had my feelings been attached, I'm sure this would be an, a different interview. It's just not the case for me. When I said those soul ties have been severed on behalf of me and him, emotionally, I'll always care for him. But it's just, it's matured, you know? But initially, weren't you like, that's now. But initially, when you saw initially, it three I was minutes more, afterwards. I was so concerned you... about him and I and what was about to happen with our relationship. Because you have to understand, me and him, for the first time ever. We're good. We're happy and we were getting along. We had learned how to have arguments, disagreements. We had really, like, got through all of our growing pains. You know, and then all of a sudden it was like, this is where I'm going. And my ancestors were like, no, you're not. Mm. So it came out of it came out of nowhere. So I was really trying to like, what is what's going to happen with him, him and I? Like even during my birthday, like I would leave and go away, go to the bathroom and like cry. Like I was have like I had to get a lot together. So I wasn't able to really process all of it right away. But in the alternate universe, then if Nick had written a post as beautiful and declarative is the one that you had written mm -hmm. and had put a stake in the ground like this is my woman don't talk to her like that i stand with her it almost feels like you guys would still be together right now well you know you have to i'm not taking up for him by any means right but you have to understand the woman's pregnant that is the mother of his children but you had just but lost yours you i know child i well. know but no but you had just lost yours. i know this i know this so I, how does I understand that, that but he can't you He's not gonna do that. Like she, he has a child. He but loves. Declaring his love for you doesn't take away from, from his respect. He for He made her. his decision though, and that was his decision. You're a better and person I, than I me. totally can understand it. Mm -hmm. And because I am an aunt, and I have, and I love children, I understand the dynamic. Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, like I said before, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have stood up for me. He should have. He should have found a way to do it, and he chose not to. That was his decision. If he would have it done can, it, it's not going to affect me moving forward. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. If he would have done it, would you? If he would have stood up for you publicly, would you still be with him? Absolutely. I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> to be honest with you, I just believe that it was time to 
for that relationship to come to an end because it did in the way that it happened. Like, it just made it easy for me to say, okay, I have to really choose myself and give love a second chance. And I didn't think I'd even be excited about love again. And, you know, these new emotions are arising and I'm feeling excited about a guy. And so yes. it's, I, I really do feel like I'm happy all that happened. Mm -hmm. Really? I am. I am. So it didn't break you, not even for a moment? Well, because no, because I would still have to deal with that. Mm. I would still have to deal with a baby mother. I don't have to deal with that anymore. That you know. No, not, no. With, her, not with her current I situation. don't have to deal with that because he's a grown man and he knows how to, you know, keep things together. Mm. I, I don't have to deal with that. Mm. I'm not dealing with that. I don't know who he is. A baby mama. And, you know, and now the baby mama doesn't seem to have a ring on her finger, nor does she seem that the home she's appearing to have built and happy at that is not really that. I don't so, know. Maybe they Instagram? are happy, though, you know? Maybe not. I wish the best for them. I'm happy, so I want happiness for everybody. I do. Now, where does that level of positivity come from? Because, see, for me, I wrote a, a chapter in my book. It was called Death and Destruction. Although it didn't apply to a relationship, now when I think back of some of my exes, there's a couple of those chapters that could have ex existed because although I'm happy when we all move on, if you betray me in a certain way, I don't want you to be happy. Like, I want everything in your world to be dark and gloomy. Jason, that's, that has not evolved. That's, that's just, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, like, my, point is, my point is that where does that strength and, like, the positivity come, come from? from? Um, and please don't say witchcraft because I can't. No. no. Jason. What are you talking about? Where did that come from? Life is too beautiful for me to spend the only time I get to be Jessica White on, in, on this earth you know, putting all that attention on other things, other people. I'd rather spend it making love. And that's that's why I'm a great lover. I don't want to fight, you Wait, know? So you're not bisexual, right? I um, I have been in the past, Wait, for sure. I have. Okay. So I don't know if I, if I would consider that being bisexual or just loving beautiful things. Is that flexible. Yeah. Or was flexible. that more like experiential, but not like you're not going to get in a full relationship? I would with never a get woman. in a, a relationship with a woman, but I have had female lovers, yes. Do you find the, the um, emotional relationship with women is very different than one with a man? I've never had an emotional oh, no? relationship with women. It was just drinks at the Abbey and we're going to have a good time. Sexual, always. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I told you, there's this beautiful, soft, kind creature, but there's that sexual energy that'll get your ass. You know. Okay, so no, but you can have sex and not be sexual. Let's be very clear. Absolutely, you can sex. have sex. That's no, terrible. no, no, That's you can have good sex and not be a sexual person. Because some people, you know, I know I have a friend who is super ultra busy and he schedules sex. And he loves to have sex. But, but he, he schedules it. But he schedules oh, it. And I'm like, horrible. oh, you're not a scheduled yeah. person. Because my ass would, I'd be scheduling my life around my sex. And I just float through. You know what I mean? Shit. We've met you. Yes, we are. You know? <laughs> Everybody here is like, yes, we're very clear. Jason. Do you, who, what do you think about the people who were around you in your relationship with Nick who kind of abandoned you or judged you or, or took sides? Um, when you look at those people now, do you go, wow? No. Because I knew. Did you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, how did you know? Because I'm very intuitive. I know. I know. I wasn't shocked by anything that played out. The way it played out, I knew. But didn't you expect somebody to say something? I mean, no. I expected what happened for it to have happened the way it played out. And what? you're not mad at those people either? Not at all. And that's the honest to God truth. Damn. You're so much better than me. It's like Game of Thrones. <laughs> she, you were Cersei. That's amazing. She's like, I knew you were nothing when I met you. <laughs> so all this I'm not, nothingness. I'm not saying that. I just all this think nothingness that, is what I expected. I just think that, you know, um, it was a very intense relationship and everyone was involved. And so when it ended, I think everybody needed a break. Do you feel, feel like people were relieved when it happened to be over? I don't know. You have to ask them. Were people threatened by your relationship with Nick? I don't know. You have to ask them. Well, they ain't here. You are. <laughs> you know them. Ask them. Did you feel that people were threatened by um, your relationship with Nick? Mm, okay. She answered. Because I know, she you know, answered. having been around Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> you know, very closely, I do see how people are very threatened by our friendship because I can't be so honest with him about what I think, what I see, what I feel. And there's been times where they've been like, uh-uh, we need to get him away from the camp, you know? Because I'll say, what value does this person bring? Why is this person still here? Wait, this person did what? And they, 
you know, so I would assume. It was a very a truthful source in Nick's life. Very much um, what you see is what you get. I was a challenger of all, you know, so I'm sure they probably were like, he's still like really dealing with this girl. Mm. When you look at the, and this is the last question about Nick, we can move on, but when you look at the end of the relationship, do you find any responsibility in it not working and him finding? Uh, no, I gave it my all. I went back and forth with this for years, trying to make it work. And then I thought we were at a place where it was gonna work. So I went back another time, thinking that it was gonna work. We both did, actually. And then that happened. So, there's nothing you can do with the universe saying, no, no. Did you really need one more time? Okay, we're gonna give you this one more time. So I they said, gave me that one more time, and my ancestors were like, here you go, surprise. I've said this, uh, and I know you're very deep in thought when it comes to your life, and I know you are too. I don't know about you yet, but you're getting there. <laughs> um, I always say that there has to be like some foundational rules for how you live and how you move, right? One of mine is life doesn't go in reverse. Mm -hmm. um, a relationship, uh, a business deal or business partnership that ends badly, right? Mm -hmm. A friendship, stuff like that. Did, do you... Do you look at that and think, you know, maybe just going back wasn't the best idea? I thought maybe I could have not gone back back in 2015 mm -hmm. after like a, one of our first big arguments. What was that about? Wow. Uh, just it was one. It was it had something to do with a girl, and and you know the reason why I end up we took like know a few months off from each other, but I looked at that as a very pivotal moment. It was early on. I saw. Mm. Oh. And, and before just, anything, before the before Britney was in the picture, anything. And did you ignore that sign? I did. Because and I believe that's when I kind of got off path. Because you were blinded by love or because you thought it would change or you, you believed in him? All of it, yeah. Mm. I really did believe in him. Nick was like the first guy I actually really truly opened up with. Like every other guy always had like strong, you know, I just, I was able to truly be myself for the first time with a male counterpart. And I think... That was kind of our thing. We we really got along. We bonded because we grew up very similar. I just thought something hearing you answer Jason's last question. You guys both agree that Nick is a great guy, but then the story seems to be telling us that monogamy. But he's very open about yeah, that. Yeah, is not his bag. Yeah, I he's think, very. I think open great guys can have flaws. Yeah, exactly. Know? So my yeah. question is, do you think that for him moving forward, it would just make sense for him to be in open relationships so that this is no longer he has been. Yeah, but only open relationships though. But he has been. I wasn't confused by the certain women that were around. Oh, so you guys had an open relationship as well? Yeah, very much okay. new. But we open, we open both ways. No, no, no. We never did anything. We never brought anybody. No, no. In a meaning you could be open too. No. See, no, that's, that would be that's a not open. Hell that's freezing over. That's not open. That though. man was not letting that happen. <laughs> okay, that's not open. No. <laughs> well, it was open on his end. What? Oh, wait. No, no. Wait, wait. I have a question mm -hmm. for that. So you're the heterosexual man that don't want the other heterosexual man right. to get slammed for not allowing it to be both ways. Because I know you got to protect the bro code. But go ahead. Me go and Jason both agree on this one. You know, go ahead. On behalf of all women and gay people. Thank you. Y'all caught that bullshit. But go ahead. Damage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what I was going to say is, since we're on this subject, what made you be so open to that kind of arrangement where it is just one side? I loved him. Damn. Oh, that's a magic. Was that all it was? That's was a magic. Your DMs are, her DMs. Are about to be understand. lit. They are. Because one day I might want to have a similar. A I'm one way over. No, I'm just. I'm just. But the thing is, I didn't want to be with another guy. Like I, I couldn't imagine sleeping with another man. He was who I wanted. I was like, you know, I'm in love with him, so it's fine. He gave me everything I wanted. It wasn't. I never got a no from the man. You know, whenever I wanted time, when I wanted trips, and like we were together. It was just a so different a kind of relationship. There. But you that added, takes you a, added a little something there. Okay. That takes a certain level of maturity though and 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 um what is it? i don't want to say confidence maybe it is confidence yeah, it is, but we right? just have conversation i'd be like that girl wears too much makeup she's making us all look bad like it was <laughs> that's the beauty of it because you also are attracted to women too so it's like you can maybe yeah but kinda... i wasn't well you know we did talk about it but i wasn't interested in bringing other people mm -hmm. into the room it was just he and i it would be way too much he wouldn't be a good answer. But I know Man. your DMs are going to be lit, <laughs> although the person she's with now is, is going to make her ignore all of them. But your, your DMs are going to be lit when, when, when men hear a woman say, I can be a confident woman in a relationship with a man who's 
having other relationships with other women. As long as I knew about them, I was fine. Mm. And as long as they stood, understood, like, you know. Not to disrespect one. you yeah. and what you guys had. Right. Yeah. I was fine. Just don't bring it around me. I don't want to see it. But I, I was very much aware, so I wanted to know the truth as well. The, I, what was the level of it? Now, if there were certain things that I didn't like, we would have it out. And I love how you're telling your truth without bashing him, too. You no, know, because, I love yeah. him. It's nothing, you know, it just needed to come to an end. But our relationship was what we built, is what, what worked for us, mm -hmm. you know? Let's see if he finds that again. Ooh. And if he never, um, yeah, I caught that, too. Yeah. And if he never, <laughs> and if he never publicly defends you. He doesn't have to now because I'm defending myself and I'm moved on from it. Mm. And the next man I'm with, we won't have these problems. Well, the man you're with. Yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, if you're spending holidays with the person that we both Jason, know we're talking about, nobody Jason. else does. You are getting so close to this. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not burning <laughs> that. Cause we we sat down and leaving Monday. We sat down and we talked about that when when it's time. I'm going to tell, give it to you. Going to tell me. And I, I can't wait. I'm going to give it to you. No, because I'm happy that you're happy. Yes, me and too. And I, when I saw all of what was happening online, it's always interesting to watch people that public people that I know go through their trial, and it's like y'all don't even fucking know these people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the same with Nick. You know, <clears throat> maybe maybe blame it on a weak pullout game. Maybe he didn't have no comments. Maybe Britney popped it. Maybe Britney prayed on it. I don't know. Her spirit to me is very interesting. But uh, interesting. Why do you say interesting? Well, I think she's happy to be there. Um, I think she's happy to have set up a pretty good situation. They have a beautiful kid who's smart as hell, speaks mm -hmm. like multiple languages. And I love how Nick is a great father. And he doesn't seem like the type of person who would abandon his responsibilities, which is kind of interesting that he abandoned you, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and Nick is my employer for one of my jobs. And I, you know, I'm saying I'm just being honest. And he I hopefully would appreciate just we're having an honest dialogue. And, you know, you're invited to the show. Um, but I love the fact that, you know, you are just clearing the air for yourself mm -hmm. it's yeah. all about me and he played a major part of that story which i'm hoping that the clarity is i don't ever have to fucking have this conversation again can i say fuck on the show absolutely i really don't want to have this conversation and i really wanted to give you the interview because you knew about the relationship so i didn't yeah. have to overly explain um and you didn't have to do it and i know you did it because it was me and i appreciate that yeah and i love you i love our relationship yeah um, and I, I do love um, the one thing uh, that we were talking about recently, too, is how protective of you, protective that you are of the people that you care about. We were at the Abbey one time and I forgot what it was. Somebody had did something to me and I couldn't I didn't even have time to get mad because you <laughs> wanted to kill them first. I'm a cancer. We, we battle for it. And I was like, OK, she really is a writer. And mm -hmm. that's what made me reach out to interview you now because nobody wrote for you. And I didn't understand I that. that. Yeah. I love you. Thank you. Even though you don't need it from Nick, and I, I love that you don't need it, mm -hmm. it still feels good to have somebody outside of you acknowledge what you all saw. Absolutely. Even if it's Jason and having a friend do it, well, yeah. well, it, it, it does feel good to have somebody else say the obvious. Absolutely. I have been a product of people loving me and caring about me and then abandoning me when it was the popular thing to do right. or when, when the person they were really loyal to um, you know, I'm, they out, I'm out too. I've been that person many feeling. times. But you know what? God sets you up for certain things. And unfortunately, uncomfortable things have to happen for the blessing. That didn't stop anything. It really just embarked me on the journey I was supposed to be mm -hmm. on. It started everything for me. I've never been this happy. The person I am right now, I'm at my happiest. And I appreciate all of that happening. Mm. I really do. And I wouldn't change it for anything. And you left. Mm -hmm. yeah. I left. So now you, you, um, you've retired from modeling? I'm working on my first film. I wrote a short film, actually. I wrote a short film. It's called The Devil's Angel. It's starring myself and Nick Cannon, but that might not see the light of day. It, it was just about it? our relationship. Hmm? You shot it already? Yeah, we shot it a while ago. It absolutely has to come out. Oh, you have to, honey. No, to. We, won't, we won't be releasing that. It was for one of his projects. It was a short film. It's just a bit inappropriate now. But you can change it. No. But you can, you no. know, I mean, no. the ending could, you know. No. No, it probably is going to get scrapped for sure. No, nah, don't scrap it. You save it. You just never know. Yeah, I know. You never know. Can you imagine me being married with kids and that movie comes out? It's a bit much. Is it really? What, what's the details? What's the, yeah, what's is the it like movie? a documentary? You no, know, it's a full on movie about our. It's just me and him in the film, trapped in a, a hotel room. Oh. Sexual too, right? 
It's a lot going on in that. <laughs> I want to see it release the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're not abandoning modeling then? No, I think it's you just do it all. For me, I'm working on, I'm working on a, a very big film. I've teamed up with the family of Donna Luna to get her story told. She was the first mm. African American supermodel, and that's going to be my first feature film. Nice. And um, I'm really just trying to make sure that. I want to be more behind the scenes and more in, instead of being solely in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. So I'm not abandoning anything. I think people, when they see me, they're always going to see fashion. And although I want to do designing and certain things like that, it's just I'm not going to. You're not going to see me walking on runway shows unless it's something I just can't say no to. Well, in the new relationship you're in, I'm sure you can get some help, right? Oh, this um, man. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone. I gotta go. I'm Are you exciting for the holidays to spend this? I mean, cause it's a lot of pressure to go spend the holidays with a new boo and their family. Oh, no. the family gonna be there too. Oh, the family too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not nervous. Families love me. Yeah. But you, don't, I mean, that's a big step. Like I pull out my yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, really? No, yeah. Wait, where are you from? My mother's from the south. Okay. I'm from New York, but I was raised on, you know, Southern values. Bringing some dishes, maybe? I can cook, absolutely. Can you cook? I can really throw it out. Like, I'm really? very domesticated. I, I can cook my... Like with off. seasoning? Creole. You know, I'm really? Creole. Oh. Yeah. Because some people can cook. Some people can cook, but then you'd be like, okay, this is a little... No, you can no, ask everybody. I cook, for, I cook for everybody in this house all the time. Really? That's not how yeah. cooking works if it's no seasoning. No, I I'm a great cook. That's a casserole or something. That's, that's a salad. But I'm like one no of those old Southern mamas. I'm making meatloaf and, you know, mm. collard greens, lima beans. Like, mm. I cook Southern Can you make mac and cheese, though? You know what? I'm not going to lie. Mac and cheese, I can't seem to get the cheese right. And I burn the cheese. Velveeta. Every you gotta time. get the Velveeta. My sister uses Velveeta, but I end up burning the cheese. She you makes her cheese sauce thing. first, and it's like, <laughs> it makes me depressed where I just, like, I'm not gonna touch it. I, I don't know how you make it. I, I want mine's a little burnt on the top. I like that. I cannot make macaroni and cheese. You want it burnt? Yeah, on the top. Yeah. The top you is supposed bake? to be burnt, yeah. yeah well, this is what we do. We'll cook it. We'll give damage a piece. Then you get the little lighter thing. You light Torch yours. <laughs> Torch yours. No, what kind of mac and cheese do you Put it on, put it on groin. Well, you know I'm not losing all this weight. I ain't really <laughs> yeah, eat that. Yeah, I like baked macaroni. Yeah, baked yes, mac yes, yes. Baked mac, yes. It has to be baked. That's my favorite. But that's where you can put the little cheese blocks and that Velveeta cheese in there. And to melt it. Damn, I just got hungry. Two of us are lactose intolerant, and we just spent two minutes all I'm lactose intolerant. All of us um, are black people. You, you do know black people. Yes, but they call it the bubble guts. We like oh, to no, no. ourselves. Black people, if you have bubble guts, you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> this is a special word from yeah, Hollywood and Law. I'm, I'm definitely I'm, Yeah, I am also. Okay, well, look, um, I appreciate you, um, you know, giving us this conversation. And I would hope that, you know, it, I just hope it serves as a testimony that, one, when people are going through their private things, you don't know the whole story, so don't judge. Right. And and when and, and when you're going through a breakup, and then on top of that, had just come out of a miscarriage, like and to have people that you don't even know. Well, that be was so my mean. second, by the way. Yeah, but for people that you don't it's even know to be so mean and not even have the empathy, you know. It's, well, you know what? It's a testament to me. So screw them. Oh, this whole conversation is a testament to you being a strong ass black woman. Yeah. And forgiving and a very loving. And I'm just happy that I'm myself. And have a fine-ass, <laughs> successful boyfriend who you're going to go spend the holidays with that yes, I can't tell. honey. <laughs> well, I, I guess I got to go because it's literally on the tip of my tongue. Please say it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.